0: And so just realizing that I was just out of, wa- out of balance, basically, and just coming to that terms with that. And I was like, okay, I'm not in balance right now. Like, Here's what I need to do to feel more balanced and then doing those things.
1: This is the Alchemize Life podcast, and I am your host, Ava Johanna. Transformational mentor, speaker, teacher, and most importantly, a woman on a mission to bring wellness to the world. This podcast was created to bridge the gap for anyone craving more love, health, and happiness in each and every day, and with every episode, you will receive practical guidance to create magic in your own life. Combining the expertise of wellness visionaries and thought leaders, each week we will bring it back to basics and provide you with the tools meant to empower you to thrive emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So together, let's ditch the mean girl, you can't sit with us vibes, grab your favorite yoga pants, and start to find your uniquely alchemized life. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Alchemized Life podcast. I am currently on retreat in Costa Rica. I know, I know. I still have a little bit of work to do. have had to take in some time to excuse myself to record for you guys. but. This definitely 1000% does not feel like work. So I am so grateful to be reaching your ears today. I'm recording this a week out as I usually do. And as I mentioned, I am on retreat in Costa Rica. I am co-leading a retreat at Bodhi Tree Yoga Resort in Nosara Costa Costa Rica with Miss Kate Van Horn, my dear friend. And we are about halfway through the retreat. And I am really excited to continue throughout the remainder of the week because there's already been so many revelations. So as usual, before we jump into the episode, I just wanted to share something that's really come up for me over the past couple of days. And for those of you that are new to the podcast, tuning in because of My amazing guest, Miss Brittany Vest. Welcome. Hello. My name is Ava Johanna. And over the past couple of days, I have truly leaned into the art of being flexible. So, this yoga retreat that I'm leading is not so much yoga. We're actually not doing that much yoga at all. It's more of a conscious creators retreat. So, a retreat for women in wellness that are entrepreneurs or just women that are female. Female entrepreneurs, obviously, and helping support them in gaining even more clarity on their business, their brand, and transitioning out of the frame of existence that they're currently in to support up leveling in all areas of their life, but primarily supporting them and up leveling in their career. And so we've had really incredible workshops so far, and the group is 19 women in total. So a huge group. Um, I was a little nervous going into it, but everyone is so amazing. We literally are all like best friends and it's been 48 hours. So I'm feeling very grateful for the group that we've attracted and manifested together. And again, one of the things that I've realized leading this retreat is the importance of flexibility. There are so many different instances of where I had an idea of exactly how something would have gone and had to be flexible in my expectations and in doing so, this like sense of surrender and this sense of letting go, and just being like, okay, well, this isn't exactly how I wanted it to go, but I'm here I'm present. Everything is okay. Has it, this this whole idea has really allowed me to be incredibly present and incredibly aware of the group's needs, of my own needs, and adaptable to each and everything as it comes up, and. This energy is so potent. It's so powerful because there's this whole expectation that we can have on our relationships, on our career, on our self-image, on how we view our minds and our bodies and When we can release that grip and instead lean into the flexibility of just being highly adaptable, open and receptive to what is necessary and needed in that moment, I believe that we actually get out of our own ways and make space for what truly should come through and As I'm saying this, a mosquito is literally circling around me and I want to kill it (laughs) because I'm covered in bug bites, but I'm being flexible. But this whole idea of just allowing flexibility and adaptability to really drive you forward allows you to show up fully and be present. And almost always, actually in every case throughout the past couple of days, it has provided me an experience far greater than what I conceive to be possible in my own mind. And I think that this really comes back to this trust. And again, that surrender, I already said surrender, but that surrender that there is a far greater plan for us. And sometimes what we believe to be possible is only a very small Fraction of what is truly possible, of what we are truly capable of. And so when we are in this state of flexibility and really just allow ourselves to be open and receptive, we can truly tap into the power that lies in each and every one of us. And it is so powerful. And I have seen firsthand how cool it is to watch these women unravel and unravel in this beautiful way of opening up, of receiving, of connecting with each other, of connecting to their own soul purpose. It's a beautiful thing. So lesson of the week from yours truly is to just practice flexibility, to allow yourself, so to speak, to go with the flow and perhaps by going with the flow, you are taking the path of least resistance. Perhaps you are enjoying yourself a little bit more. You are not feeling as stressed or as sad or as anxious. And instead you're able to be in this state of gratitude, in this state of presence where those other emotions just cannot beat the high vibration that comes with acting through an energy of love. So with that being said, I am so sad to come home, but also so excited because if you guys missed out on the Costa Rica retreat and have been watching my stories, I don't want you to experience FOMO. I don't want you to be jealous or feel like it's something that you can't have because I am creating in-person experiences throughout 2020, starting with my incredible, and I have to say incredible because I know the container that I've created here is... Only just the beginning and the container that I am going to be creating in Santa Barbara this January 25th through the 26th is going to be unlike anything that I have ever created. So this VIP immersion is going to be hosted at the Hotel Californian in Santa Barbara, January 25th through the 26th. And there are multiple workshops throughout the weekend, as well as complimentary spa treatments, hosted dinners, brunches, and opportunities to really set the stage for 2020 in your business. So this is for the woman who is ready to truly invest in herself, truly invest in her business, and knows that in doing so, your entire life can transform. It is for the woman that knows that it is necessary to up-level her energy in order to make it to that next level in her business. And so if this is you, I want you there. I need you there. I need your energy there because the container that we are creating needs you. And the world needs your message, your unique message, your unique gifts. And so all of the work that we're gonna be doing throughout the weekend is getting really, really clear on exactly how you are going to build this experience for yourself, this experience of your business, this experience of your brand, this experience of your message and your mission and your soul's purpose. And so we're really getting clear on the exact steps that you're gonna be taking throughout 2020 in an incredible and relaxed environment where you are able to be open and receptive, when you're carving out time to get still and receive that intuitive guidance, learning how to really work with your intuition and channel it into creation, it's going to be incredible. It's going to be so powerful. And I am so excited. I am so lit up by this weekend. I have incredible brands involved like Spiritual Gangster, Beam, and so many of my other favorite wellness brands. So it's going to be an experience unlike anything else. I would say one- that is a once in a lifetime experience and one that is that big shift that you are looking for in your business and your life in your beliefs in your relationships in your connection to source and everything. So there is a link in the show notes to learn more about the retreat. Again, it's January 25th through 26th in Santa Barbara. All you have to do is put a deposit down to save your spot. And I have a couple different options. There's double occupancy, there's single occupancy. Also, if you sign up with a friend, you each get $350 off of the t- retreat total. So really, really powerful container. I can't wait to have you there. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode with Miss Brittany Vest, who is the creator behind Fiddy And if you guys do not know Fiddy Britty, holy shit, Prepare to get your minds blown. This woman is a beam of light. I was so grateful to sit down with Brittany and to be able to learn about her story of leaving the corporate world and shifting into fitness and wellness, moving from DC to LA and just how in doing so, she just shifted directly into alignment. It's so powerful to hear these types of stories of going through these stages of confusion, of questioning, of doubt, and of worry, and of oh my god, this is definitely not the thing that I'm meant to be doing, but I don't know what is, and finding that clarity. So, for those of you that are in that stage, know that this episode is going to have so many different nuggets of wisdom for you guys. I, uh, I, I can't wait to hear your feedback. So, let's jump into today's episode. And if you love it, if you want to share it with a friend, please make sure to send it over, post it up on your Instagram stories, tagging the podcast at The Alchemized Life, tagging Miss Fitty Britty at Fitty Britty. I'll leave all of her details, all of the ways that you can connect with her in the show notes as well, as well as our amazing sponsors who really kick ass this week. So let's jump into the episode. I hope you guys enjoy. See you next week. Miss Fitty Pretty, Brittany Vest. I'm so <laughs> excited that you're here on my couch yes. and we are able to have a conversation. And I'm just really like looking forward to getting to know you even more.
0: I'm so excited to be here. And by the way, for everyone listening, her couch is so comfortable.
1: I feel like I need to do like a couch series you of just do. like on YouTube, everyone sitting on the couch, maybe yes. like actually have people come over in their jammies or like, their cozies.
0: <laughs> I love that <laughs> I, idea. Record that way. It would be amazing.
1: Yeah. Um. So, I started following you probably, and this is now going to be creepy because we met like a couple months ago, but I probably started following you about two years ago (laughs) um, through different people that I was friends with, like Mickey Ash and like Kaylee Alyssa, who I think had probably gone on like influencer trips or something with you. Mm -hmm. And I was always just so like, enraptured by your energy and how confident you are and just like the beauty that you exude that just goes beyond just your physical appearance, but also just like your energy. Um, and so I'm really excited to talk to you about one, just like building confidence going throughout your life, like your story of, you know, stepping into your own power, but also how that has influenced the different, you know, elements of your business today. You know, before we jumped online, we um, talked a little bit about like everything coming up for you, but I'd love to just start by like how you got into, you know, Instagram and body positivity and empowerment and how your story really turned into your message.
0: Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you so much for following along and for all the sweet words. So nice of you. Basically to where it all started was I would say ten years ago or so, I was dating someone. um, it was like after college, and he was like my college boyfriend. I was visit he like once we finished college, he like lived forty five minutes away from me. And so I was like going, I would go and see him often. And, you know, like when I was in college, I like, you know, food was everywhere. I was drinking, you know, I was like gaining weight. I was kind of overweight my entire life ever since I was a baby apparently according to my mom and the doctors. And so, you know, as I when I got to college and had like all this freedom, I was just like eating everything I wanted, whatever and that kind of continued after college as well. And so I was down visiting the, this boyfriend of mine at the time and he were in the car and he turns to me and says that he thinks I need to lose weight and I was just Floored. I was like, are you like well, I couldn't even speak. I don't I honestly like I like, you know, when you can remember something, but you can't remember like the noise or the sounds that were happening. You can just like see everything happening like it was like a dream or a nightmare. That's kind of like all I can remember from it. I just remember being like so shocked. He would never said anything like that before. Anyways, we broke up, obviously, and I went home and then I was mad and sad and all the emotions. And then one morning I woke up and was like, I'm just, I have to make a change. And I had this like switch go off in my brain and I was just ready to change, ready to, you know, I think part of it was a little bit like, oh, I was seeking revenge or whatever. That was like maybe the beginning, but honestly, it like was more than that deep down once I actually started like seeing results. So I lost 80 pounds in like 15 months or so. Wow. Um, yeah, That's it was amazing. it was a wild ride. And, you know, there was so many ups and downs and I could literally talk about those 16 months or 15 months forever because it was so, I was just so in it. I was so, I had the horse blinders on. I had the willpower of the gods. Like I, I, I was like the perfect weight loss student. I did everything I was supposed to do. Um and I saw the results that I wanted to see and I went through, you know, an obsession phase. I was weighing myself multiple times a day. I went through a period near the end where I wasn't even eating and I was working out and I almost fainted in a steam room at the gym and you know, so I kind of was going into this place of an eating disorder and I I knew better right I was like I can't do this like this is I was 24 25 I was well old enough to understand what what I was doing to myself and I kind of had to like get a hold like get a, get a grip right mm-hmm. and so I I did weight watchers the entire time while I was losing weight and I went to meetings and I remember going to my my last meeting and I weighed in and I had hit my goal weight and I hadn't eaten for like literally two days. I think I had like just had water for two days or something crazy or maybe some very small like vegetables. And I left the meeting, didn't stay, didn't get like my round of applause or like little medal or anything. And I, there was a Chipotle around the corner and I drove to the Chipotle and I've had like the biggest bowl of my life. And I was like sitting there Like, what am I doing? Like, I'm just, I've lost my mind. I was like, I'm going going crazy. This is making me crazy. I need to take a break from dieting. And so I, yeah, I took this like a break, a quote unquote break where I wasn't like tracking my food anymore. I wasn't, you know, forcing myself to go to the gym for two hours a day. I was still working out and watching what I was eating in a way, but I was like, had really loosened the reins. And I started like hanging out with my friends again and all that kind of stuff. Cause when I lost weight, I was not antisocial, but it was very hard for me to be social yeah. with my friends. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't want it. Like I wasn't drinking or eating out or anything. So yeah, the weight like started kind of coming back on. And then I was like finding myself in this cycle where I would like loosen up the reins and then I would gain weight and then I would go back to being crazy and restrictive and then I'd go back to having fun and it was just this up and down. And this kind of continued for a couple years. And I was for the most part kept my weight off. Um and then Instagram came around. Um gosh, what year did Instagram start? 2010
1: is when it officially started. Okay. I think it like
0: took off. Took
1: off until so
0: 2012. I had a personal Instagram account and I was following um a bunch of other like weight loss accounts for for inspiration and motivation. And I just remember one night, like I had seen a photo of myself from a like Fourth of July party or something. And I saw all I could look at was my arm in the photo. I was like, oh my God, my arm's huge again. I've let myself go. I, you know, I was just basically just shaming myself like For hours looking at this photo. And I that night I started my Instagram, fitty Britty. And it was supposed to be just this place where I could have a diary where I could recommit to my goals and where I could log basically like show what I was eating, show like work after I worked out. And it was just supposed to be this personal place. And I really loved photography and i still love photography um and so i was like this is just a more fun way for me to be in the space and i wanted to also like find some like-minded you know women who were experiencing what i was experiencing because i as great as my friends and family were no one had ever that i was very close with had been through a significant weight loss so it was it was still like i was having a hard time like like looking at my friends who were naturally thin, who didn't need to go to the gym or who could eat a burger and it wouldn't affect them. Where right. as I like have a burger or didn't go to the gym, it's like I would gain two pounds, you know, easily like that. And so yeah, I wanted this like just space, safe space for myself. But I left it, I didn't have it private. It was it was public. It's always been public. But I didn't tell anyone uh, that I started this Instagram. Uh, not even my family or friends, close friends. And I just kind of was like doing my thing. And then at one point, like I think what happened was Facebook merged with Instagram, like kind of quickly after I had started Fitty Britty. And I had I've had my has it been four years or four I think four years that I've had my Fitty Britty account. Maybe five. I can't remember now. And anyway, so that I remember that day because I was like freaking out because all these people could see that I was Facebook friends with so my college friends and everything like that could see that I had this Instagram account. And I was like, oh my God, I'm mortified. I'm like so embarrassed. And then I started getting like messages and comments of people I knew like, so like, wow, like this is so amazing. So great that you're sharing this and at that time I had I was sharing like my weight loss story on my Instagram. So I was sharing before and afters and just like my experience with my weight loss journey and what was like working for me, how I was feeling day to day, just like my real honest like struggles and my wins like when I had a great day. And then yeah, my page like once I got through that, like where people who I knew in real life knew about it, I was just like, whatever, like, okay, this is this is my I'm doing me. Like I didn't I, I think I did care back then about what people thought, but after that I kind of just was like, whatever, and kind of kept going on doing what I wanted to do. And my page grew very organically just by I mean, back then Instagram was, you know, there was no algorithm it's different. <laughs> it was different. It was a good times of Instagram. Yeah. So it just grew and grew and grew. And about a year after I started my Instagram page, I was... So I was living in DC or like right outside of DC.
1: Yeah. Were you working at the time?
0: Yes. So I had a full-time job. I was a graphic designer. Okay. And I worked for the government, which is... Ooh, that sounds like a fun graphic design job. (laughs) It was so bad. It was so bad. I literally was in a building with no windows. Oh my God. It was horrible. It's like Uh. light... It was like... Killing my soul. What were you designing? Girl, like pimples? horrible infographics uh, thing. Everything that I was taught not to do yeah. in school, I was designing. Oh my God. It was a nightmare. It was my nightmare. That's so funny. But it was like I felt very trapped because the money was good. So I yeah. felt very secure. All my friends like from college were still there at the time. And it just felt safe and secure, even though it was not good. Um but I was very I couldn't leave. I was like scared to leave, right? And so I had I had my Instagram page. I was like doing meetups back in the day. We would work out every Wednesday like on the mall in DC. And I would like lead our workouts and I really loved, you know, I loved health and wellness. I really fell in love with it through my weight loss journey and I knew there, you know, I had a passion for it. I had my blog at the time. I was like I was barely working, to be honest. I was like doing stuff for my Instagram or my I remember blog, like yeah. all the time instead of working. Which you know, then I got laid off one day, which can happen with the because I was a contractor. Mm-hmm. So typical government employee that doesn't happen to, but because I was a contractor, they could like let me, they could like lay me off or fire me or whatever, basically whenever they wanted and it was like literally the best thing that ever happened to me because it forced me to move back to California to and to pursue something in health and wellness. And so yeah, 11 days after I got laid off, I moved back to California. And I say back to California because I was born in California. Is
1: your family still out here?
0: Yes, my family lives out here. Like all my extended family is out here. So... I always knew I wanted to come back but I was like I said I was scared yeah. and didn't know if if I would be successful but then I was forced into a situation where it was like the money was taken away anyways why not try. Yeah. So I was 28 when I moved to California and I basically started over. I didn't have any friends here. The only people I knew were my family and I knew that I wanted to do something in health and wellness and i had the instagram and i had the blog and they were you know they were going but i wasn't i didn't even know to monetize them mm-hmm. didn't even have any clue and i knew my goal was i want to work for myself but i didn't really know like what to do or how to do it so i started i worked for equinox for a little bit while i was like feeling out my situation and i was like oh free gym membership this is great and live with my parents for like the first 6 months and then I met my sister, actually. My younger sister sends me this like job posting that was like perfect for me. It was to be an assistant for a celebrity trainer. And I was like, I don't know. I can't be an assistant. I'm college educated. I'm, you know, I, this is just beneath me. I was like, biggest brat. And then I just, you know, I was like, whatever, I'll just apply for it and, you know, see what happens. And I also wanted to, I was trying to pursue being a personal trainer as well because I had very great, I had amazing personal trainers through my weight loss journey. And I, you know, I say to a lot of people, like, without them, I don't think I would have been as successful as I was. So I wanted to be able to, like, give back in the way and help other women through their. Weight loss journeys or their health and wellness journeys. And at the time, I was like, this would be like a very easy way to do it. Not easy, but like an accessible way mm-hmm. in my head. And anyway, so I literally an hour after I apply for that other job, I get an email back, like, oh, oh I want to meet you. And I want to, you know, let's do an interview. And so I meet with her like the next week and then we it off and I'm like, okay, this is it. Like, I'm supposed to work for this woman. And yeah, I worked with her for a year and a half, and she taught me, you know, so much about owning a business because no one in my family owns their own business. So I was like, I wanted to start my own business, but I literally had no one to help me or to tell me what to do. Yeah. So working for her was just so great because I learned like so much from her. It's almost like a mentor in a way. Yeah, yeah. And she also introduced me to amazing like people in the in the industry and I do think that getting out there and networking and meeting people in this whatever industry you were in is so important yeah for making connections and telling and also not being afraid to tell people like what I want I was I met people I was working for this woman but I'd always say like I have this other thing on the side that I'm doing that I love and I want to do it full time one day and so it was like I was speaking like about this all the time, yeah. And and then after a year and a half of working for her, I was finally able to go full time with my blog. Wow! And yeah, and I've been full time with my blog and Instagram now for two years. Amazing! In November will be two years. So, congratulations! Thank you. Oh my God, we have to have a party. I know. I do. <laughs> I feel like I need a party. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I
1: think that there's just so much to, I mean, one, just unpack from your whole story.
0: Yeah. Sorry. It, I know it's a lot. It,
1: well, it's, <laughs> it's cool to like learn all those different steps from you too. I'm curious going back to like when you were going through your initial weight loss journey versus, you know, once you got out here and, or once you were in DC, like leading the weekly meetups, yeah. when did it shift from like an unhealthy obsession to more of like a healthier relationship? Cause I think that A lot of people struggle with that and will just go like balls to the wall with different fad diets and workouts and, you know, have that moment where they reach their goal and then throw everything away and go to like Chipotle or do something that is completely contradictory to the diet because the diet is so extreme. Yeah. So can you offer just a little bit of insight for people that maybe are on their own weight loss journey or really anything of like a way to approach it with a more healthy relationship?
0: Yeah, I... I had this goal right for me and it was a goal weight that Weight Watchers had set for me. And my eyes were only on that number. I had no goals past this number. Literally nothing. I was just like, this is my only goal. This is all I have. And it it set me up for a major failure, basically, because I got there. I accomplished my goal. And then I literally didn't know what to do with myself. Mm-hmm. I was just like, what do I do now? I thought which is silly to say, but I literally thought I would get to my goal weight and everything would be great. Well, I feel I, like so
1: many of us go yeah. way with
0: whatever our goal is that life is going to be perfect once yes, we get there. Yes, right? And I and I was a mess. I was very confused. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to transition out of quote unquote dieting into just living my life. I, like, I felt like everyone thought that I had figured everything out but i still i mean i still will say to this day i'm figuring stuff out i don't think we ever have it figured out or we're ever fully like perfect or fully balanced in our journeys mm-hmm. because right it's it's a lifelong journey of just trying to find you know happiness and a and a balance that feels good for you but one thing little thing that could happen in your life could throw that Balance you've created out of balance, and then you're working to get back to a state of uh, balance and all of that but so my biggest thing is I would always say that not to just focus on one goal because I think that for that when I focus on that one goal is what made it, it unhealthy for me yeah because now when I create goals, I create like multifaceted goals or goals that are If I reach a goal, then there's something past that goal. So it's never really just like, I want to lose 80 pounds. It's okay, I want to lose 80 pounds. And I also want to, you know, define my arms and have strong arms. And I want to, you know, be eating healthy 80% of the time and enjoying my meals and whatever that is the other 20% of the time. And so it's like, A bunch of different things, and not just this one thing that you're focusing on. And for me, I think, as far as like approaching it in a more healthy way, having like for me, speaking about all the things that are going on in my life was so helpful for me. So, having my Instagram, being able to talk about a day where I was beating myself up mentally or shaming myself while I looked in the mirror or I was up five pounds versus... And then I'd have days where I had good things and being able to just talk and have a platform or a place to put my thoughts was very helpful and very... Like when I look back at it, I think it was a big reason as to why like I feel much more stable, balanced and confident most days yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Because I had this like release of like, and I'm a chatty person, like I could talk to a wall, you know, <laughs> as long as I listen. Um, <laughs> so I just think for me, I think finding some sort of way for you to, whether that's journaling, met, uh, meditating, you know, having a platform like Instagram, a blog where you can express what's going on and so you don't feel alone. Yeah. I think finding a community. Is really important as well and helping it feel healthy. Um, And then also just like, what is for me, a big part of it too, is like my purpose. I felt really called to help others like after I had kind of figured it out.
1: Was there like a light bulb moment for you where you were like, oh, this is what I want to be doing? Or did you have like little hints and nudges along the way? Because like for me, I feel like I've always just kind of been like nudged in the direction of figuring out my why and my purpose. But then I also have talked to so many people that just had that like light bulb moment that were like, this is what I need to be doing.
0: I think it was nudges, but then also, I mean, I'm a really big believer in like everything happens for a reason and like, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I think that me getting laid off was just like a huge sign. Like there is something bigger out there for you. And when it happened, of course, I was like shook to my core. I was like so thrown off. I couldn't believe it. And but I knew within a day, I was like, there's something better for me out there. And then once I got to California, I knew because of the success of my Instagram and blog that I had to help women somehow in a some way with health and wellness and with, you know. I would say maybe two years ago is more when I started focusing on, you know, body positivity and just confidence and self love and accepting yourself for where you are in this moment. And, you know, that whole thing is like because that was what I was working towards. I was very sick of dieting all the time. And I was like, how am I ever going to get out of this cycle? How am I ever going to? Because all I knew was, oh, I don't look like what everyone else looks like. So everyone else says I need to diet so that I can look like them. And then I I would diet and I would lose weight. But then I was like mentally messing myself up. And then I'd want to just live my life and be normal. But then I would gain weight. And it was just like this cycle. And I was like, how can I break this? Like I have to figure a way, figure out a way for myself to feel free. Or to feel like I can be happy as I am, Mm -hmm. instead of always like thinking I'm gonna be happy when I weigh less, which is was never the case.
1: Okay, you guys, so you know I'm in Costa Rica leading my yoga retreat, and when I'm traveling, I really utilize the time I spend in transition, so on the airplane or in shuttles to absorb as much information as possible. And I love listening to audiobooks for that reason alone. I've been listening to Gabby Bernstein's newest book, Super Attractor, and I am loving it. Do you guys use Audible yet? Audible is my Jam Because it lets you place bookmarks and clips throughout the book. So as you are listening, you can mark any sections that you want to go back to and listen. I do this with meditations throughout Gabby's book, different journaling exercises, and I really only listen to nonfiction on Audible. So it's great to be able to mark where different exercises are or important points that I want to go back to at any point. So I use the Audible monthly membership. It's great because you can pick one audiobook a month and two Audible original stories. And what I love is that you can easily exchange any title you don't love at any time. And you can also send books to friends that haven't tried Audible before. I love anything Gabby Bernstein or Malcolm Gladwell. And I'm gonna be jumping into Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza next. If you haven't used Audible before, you have to try it out. Like this podcast, it's great for commuting, cooking in the background while you work and any other activities that allow you to passively learn. And I'm giving you guys a 30-day Audible trial so you can start listening today. Choose one audiobook, go for Super attractor, and two Audible originals absolutely free. Visit audible.com forward slash alchemized or text alchemized to 500-500. Again, visit audible.com Forward slash alchemized or text alchemized to 500 500 to get that 30 day audible free trial. And since we're on the topic of Costa Rica, every morning I've been running down to the beach to meditate and it has been amazing. I love meditating by water. It's been helping me so much to get into a great headspace before leading the retreat and the workshops. I've also been really feeling into different guided meditations for the morning. And whenever I need a guided meditation, I always come back to the Calm app. I've realized a lot of people think since I teach meditation that I have my own fancy style, but I really love taking the path of least resistance to my morning sit. Even if it's just a quick 10-minute practice, I know that I'm doing my brain and my body so much good by releasing stress and anxiety and also increasing creativity and energy. That's why calm is my go-to. You don't need a ton of time to get started. Even a five-minute meditation can make a big difference and it's perfect for beginners." As we enter into the holidays and the new year, I know so many of you want to make meditation a daily practice. I mean, it's the one practice that has made the biggest difference in my own life and the lives of all of the women I work with one-on-one. So consider this a holiday present from yours truly. I'm teaming up with Calm to give you guys 25% off a Calm premium subscription. All you need to do is head to calm.com forward slash Alchemized right now and get 25% off a Calm premium subscription. It comes with unlimited access to Calm's entire library and new content is added every week. Again, get started today at calm.com forward slash Alchemized. Again, calm.com forward slash Alchemized and you'll find the link in the show notes. What would you say are like big turning points or practices that you started incorporating under body positivity, confidence, and self-love that were able to kind of unlock that mindset for you?
0: So I will say that yoga was my big, big like turning point with my body love and confidence journey. And I, you know, I feel like, when years ago, if someone, if I was listening to this and I heard some girl say, oh, yoga changed my life, I would be like, okay, this girl's crazy. (laughs) We got an LA crazy girl on the mic. And I mean, you can take it for how it is, but I, as soon as I started doing yoga, things started changing for me. And I honestly believe that it was the first time I slowed down. Mm. Right. So during, I grew up, I swam as a, like I swam from like three years old competitively. I started swimming when I was like, in kindergarten on like summer swim teams. And then I joined like year round teams. So I swam my entire like childhood up until high school. And I played soccer and that kind of stuff. And it was like, you know, sports are fun and there's camaraderie and all that stuff. And then when I went to lose weight, I like no one really. Play sports as adults, right? Unless you're like really, really good at it. Yeah. So I, you know, joined a gym and I started lifting weights and I was like very intense workouts. I was like, I have to get my 30 minutes of cardio and I got to learn how to run. And so I was like basically pounding myself into the ground every day. You know, some days I'd be working out for two hours a day. I was doing super intense workouts, Orange Theory. Um, I was running all the time. I, would never even consider going to yoga because it was a waste of time. Like there's nothing in there for me. Yeah. Like I'm not going to lose weight doing yoga. Um and then when I moved to California, I was still kind of I was working out at Equinox. I mean, to me there are great yoga classes at Equinox, but I was like I would train with a personal trainer, I would take like their most intense classes and then And I would take a yoga class every once in a while. Yoga was like my, on my rest day, I would do yoga. That's what I used to be like. And then I moved out, like I moved up to LA. So I was in Orange County when I first moved here. I moved up to LA and I was like looking for yoga studios. I loved hot yoga. So I was like, let me, like, let's see what's around here. And I found core power yoga. And I was like, okay, let me go check this out, and of course, I went to a sculpt class. I was like, yes, okay, we got this. <laughs> yes. It's like I love this intensity. Awesome. Music was great, Which so fun. Was it the one on Wilshire? Okay, so you went to like the mecca. Yes, yeah, yeah, it was so good. The teachers there were amazing, and I was obsessed. I literally became obsessed with sculpt. Shocker, and but it was my transition into like the yoga space, and then I started taking. I think on accident I went to a CP two class, which is like their more advanced right. yeah. in the middle. Not it wasn't really advanced; it was just like the vinyasa flow class. And then I, I took it and I was like, "Oh, like I might still have to go to sculpt later," you know, like thinking to myself before I took the class. And I took it and I was like, "Dang, that was hard." I was like, "Just as sweaty as sculpt," and I felt really good. And the teacher like was amazing. And it was like, she was saying, it was like, she was speaking to me in the class. I felt like, so like light afterwards. And I was like, Oh, I really like this. And I just kind of kept going. I I would go to hot yoga like five or six days a week because I was just so obsessed. And I stopped going to sculpt. I was just going to vinyasa classes, CP2 classes. And I I ended up loving it so much that I went and did yoga teacher training. Oh, you did? Yeah, oh, I did cool. yoga teacher training there. Yeah, so I got my 200 hour. I met one of like my very best friends to this day doing it. And yeah, yoga had played a huge role, huge role in com- in my confidence journey and my body love journey. And I think it's just the way you move in yoga and the way that I don't it's it's hard to explain. It's just I think it's the combination of I had the most amazing teachers and they were saying like all the things that I needed to hear. And then it was like, yoga is this like ever changing. It's a practice, right? You're not supposed to be perfect at it. And I think hearing that was like, oh my God, okay, I don't have to be perfect at yoga. Maybe I don't have to be perfect in this and this and this. And like having that, like hearing that it was okay, that things are not supposed to be perfect was like oh yeah i don't have to be perfect either and it was just very eye opening and still to this day i love yoga so much and whenever i'm having like a bad day i'm just like i need just need to go to cl- like a yoga class yeah. and i'll feel better yeah. and it's like instant like relief it's it's my way of meditating i say it's like moving meditation for sure and you know i'm sure you agree with all that yeah but yeah i don't know i'm not i don't i don't think i'm doing the best like way of describing it but for me it's was the biggest thing
1: yeah no i i fully agree because and i mean i always say this in my classes but like what you absorb when you're on your mat is you, you have a choice like you, it can just be a yoga practice but it can be so much more than mm-hmm. that you can really listen to one, the external words that the teacher is saying to you, but also the inner wisdom that's coming up for you. I remember, um, being, at no, this is taking the class by Taryn Toomey, but
0: which is, oh my God, I love that. <laughs> that's another good yeah, one.
1: Um, the first time I had taken it, I went to Wanderlust Wellspring last year and, um, I was a little bummed out because the whole weekend, usually when I go to those things, I will, um, sit on sit in on as many talks as possible and just try and absorb as mm-hmm. much information as possible because you know you don't you're not around those like mm-hmm. brilliant minds as much as you'd like to be versus you know taking a boxing class or something like that um, but when i went i was only taking classes i took a yoga class i took a boxing class and then on the last day i went and took the class mm-hmm. and it was my first time taking it and i at the beginning was like, damn, you know, I'm so bummed out because I didn't get to like really go sit in on any talks or anything like that. And I was really looking forward to doing all of those things. And then it was probably like 30 minutes in just dripping in sweat, wondering like what the fuck I was doing. (laughs) Um, when I had this moment where I was just like, holy shit, like I don't need to go to any of those talks because my body is teaching me Mm -hmm. everything that I need to know right now. And it was just this really cool moment of like recognizing how brilliant our bodies are when we create enough space to allow whatever to like flow through us, whether it's just like little hits of intuition, um, you know, inspiration that we tell ourselves. Um, and I feel like you really find that in a yoga class yeah. because you're creating the stillness in the space through this moving meditation mm-hmm. to allow like your body to speak to you and to like, you know, tell you kind of like everything you need to hear.
0: Yeah, no, I the class is so powerful. It's so powerful yeah. and so is yoga. But- I I do believe like hearing. I think for me, I was. Um... I spent you know years and years and years you know twenty something years just hearing that. You know, thinner, you'll be happier. You'll be healthier. You know, you have to look a certain way. And then when you're on your yoga mat, you're in the class. You're you're slowing down. You're hearing other things that are like sinking in and it's like you're reprogramming mm-hmm. everything that's going on. And you're just like having like every, every class was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. Like this, I need more of this. It was like a drug for me. I was yeah. like, I need more yoga. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I completely agree with you. It's just your body really does. It, I I really believe that our bodies are just so smart and they really do. If we can slow down enough and listen to what they're saying. The answers like already are within us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, how do you then, you know, having had your weight loss journey, having, you know, grown up in a time where magazines are so prevalent? You know, I remember when I was a teenager and like beginning of college, when it was just like magazine cover after magazine cover after magazine cover trying to sell you on this ideal body, you know, how have you, you know, I'm trying to think of the right word. How have you, I guess, filtered that out, that noise out to still remain confident and like secure in your own body, especially now that you've created the Confident Collective and like the media, like just the media in general, like what do you see with that? I think
0: it's interesting because now we we have so much power and control over what we see versus when we were... When I was a kid it was like there was commercials on there was it was in all the magazines and I I mean I don't go to like the regular grocery store anymore like I just go to Trader Joe's they don't have magazines at Trader yeah, Joe's That's true which is amazing um if only they can just now move the candy away from the you know, checkout <laughs> Those dark chocolate almonds are so good though <laughs> Oh my god the peanut butter cups get me every time <laughs> I was like no 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 I'm good and then I'm like no I need those just bag. I'll, I'll take a sample size bags <laughs> So, and by what I mean, I I think I'm talking mostly about social media though, but I I do think that you can't avoid and choose to avoid places where where you're seeing those things. But on social media, for example, you choose who you follow, right? So at first, when I first started my Instagram, I followed all these like bodybuilding girls. And I was like, because I want to be, I want a six pack and blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, after a year of that, I was like, I absolutely cannot see one more of these people right. like looking like this. Like, I, I don't want that. Like, That's not really what I want. And it's making me feel bad. It's making me think that I'm not worthy because I don't have a six pack. And so I literally went in and rehauled my, who I was following. I unfollowed people. I followed people who I related to, who looked more like me. And I made a choice. Right then and there to filter what I'm seeing, yeah, Um, which is super powerful and something I suggest to people all the time.
1: Well, it's so interesting too because it's like the idea of oh, I want a six pack probably wasn't even your idea to begin with. It was just because you had been seeing it everywhere Mm -hmm. else, and like when you gave yourself enough space away from those things, you're like, wait this this isn't true.
0: Yeah, I have no. There's no way I ever need a six pack. I'm like that's just not gonna be me. And it's you know I. It's just not something I want, but you're right. Like, I think I wanted it because I saw it all the time. Yeah, and you know, that's something to take into consideration because we on social media, you do everything you're seeing is sitting with you longer than you just seeing it because we're just such visual people. And so something you scroll by could really affect you more than than you know. And thankfully, with social media, there's so many amazing, people out there who are sharing their stories who look more like me who and there's people like Ashley Graham who are you know amaz- doing amazing things for women with curves and making them feel like they're more socially acceptable and so seeing you know those types of role models for me was super helpful too in just my own journey and feeling like I wasn't alone. Like, I'm not the only girl who looks like this. Because sometimes in LA, it feels like that. Mm-hmm. And, and everywhere. I mean, I felt like that my entire childhood, my through high school, college, you know, I was like the only girl who was bigger. But it's not true. You're not, even if you feel like you're the only one, it's it's just not the case. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not bad either. It's completely fine to be bigger, to be smaller, taller, shorter, whatever. I think that's like the biggest thing, but yeah, filtering social media and choosing you know where where you shop like Trader Joe's you know there's no magazines there or picking an aisle that doesn't have a magazine rack at regular grocery stores. Sure. Um, and then with TV, that's I mean, there's so much that's changing. I mean, it's getting so so much better.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was just at my mom's house yeah. and she watches like regular cable. Yeah, and I was shocked at the commercials. Like it's, I mean, it's the same shit that there was when we were growing up too. And you just like, don't see it anymore because you're using Hulu or you're using Netflix or HBO Go. Like you don't have to see those commercials Mm -hmm. anymore.
0: Um, I never watch regular TV. Yeah. So I never see them, but I think it is, you know, we do have a choice on what we what we look at.
1: Yeah. I think that that's really important and empowering for people to recognize like you don't have to have, you don't have to follow all of these influencers with a million followers that also make you feel like shit when you look at your phone and like you're looking at their stories. You get to choose the people that you follow. And like, if you have the power to follow people that make you feel good, take advantage of that.
0: Yes, definitely do that. So
1: let's talk about the Confident Collective. Yay! Okay. You just launched it. Yes. And I want to hear all about it. I have yet to go to an event yet. You got to come to one. Um, we
0: need to have you teach I would that one that. of them. You
1: know I love that. <laughs> um, so why, why this step in your journey?
0: So so the Confident Collective, I founded with two of my like very dear friends, Christina and Rayanne. And if you guys follow me, then I'm sure you've seen them. Your videos are so cute. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> They're just... You know, it's funny because we each so the other two girls are also, you know, are bloggers and I met them both separately. I met Christina at a event and I met Rayanne because she wanted to interview me for her blog. And so I met up with her. And immediately I was just like when I met both of them, I was just like, wow, like this is so cool to like look at someone and see like, myself or see like someone like I didn't I they were kind of my first friends who looked like me ever (laughs) and I was just like oh this is like nice like I we have so much in common we have so much we can relate on and other than that like that part of it we just got along all really well the three of us and so we started the three of us all started hanging out more and we all kind of had separate ideas Surrounding, like, wanting to build our communities offline, right? And in, in, in real life. And we wanted to help empower women to feel more confident. And we wanted women to have a safe space to come work out. And we, you know, we wanted to have these conversations that we have with ourselves, like when we're at home, but on a podcast or on a blog or however we could. And we all, we wanted, you know, I had this, like, I've had several people tell me that. They think I should do retreats, and so I was like, "How could I do retreats or workshops? And how can how can I help women in every way feel better about themselves in a way and more confident every single day of their lives?" Because you know, each of us individually, the three founders, all feel confident every day. Maybe not all day long, but every day we have a little bit of confidence. And we just know how amazing that makes us feel. And we want other women to feel that. So anyways, we all kind of were talking. We're like, oh, I want to do that. No, I want to do that too. And I'm like, okay, we need to do this all together because it's going to be so fun. And over the summer, we did like a little Q&A on my page, I think. And we got an insane response. I mean, people loved it. And we were like, okay, this we really need to do this. And yeah, so we yeah, we teamed up together and started the confident collective. And the confident collective is it's multifaceted. <laughs> There's lots of little different things, but we're going to have uh well we have bi is it bi-monthly workout sessions called Sweat with TCC where we just basically partner with different boutique studios. And we do a workout class all together because a big part of all of our confidence journeys came with our health journeys and wellness journeys. And also, we all remember what it feels like to go to a workout class alone. Mm -hmm. Scary for anyone. And so we wanted to just give a safe space for people to come and try a new workout or an old workout that they already go to. Meet some really amazing women who have things in common, similar interests. And just feel really like empowered and hopefully along the way more confident. So we do that. And then we are going to eventually have workshops. And down way down the line, we're going to have retreats. And hopefully, if everything goes well, we're going to have a podcast coming up as well. Podcast so, is coming up. Yes, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. So yeah, it's just supposed to be a very safe place. For women to feel more empowered, more confident, and and not just confident in their bodies, but full on confidence. Whether that's in their finances, their relationships, at work, um, with their friendships, basically just confident in all aspects of their life. In their home, you know, being organized makes me feel more confident. Yeah. Talking about that before we organized got on here, yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> the best. Yeah, so that's the confident collective and. I think on Instagram, um, we do a really great job too of just providing that daily dose of confidence on our Instagram feed that we have too. So if you're not following us, you should.
1: and that'll be linked in the show notes. So what do you do on a daily basis to maintain your confidence then?
0: Oh, um, I think for me, I make sure that I'm eating food that makes me feel good. I'm moving my body most days out of the week. I feel the best and most confident when I after a workout, like which seems crazy because I'm like usually uh, red faced, sweaty, my hair's clung to my sweat, sweaty face, and you know most girls would be like, oh, I feel so gross, but I'm like, no, I feel so amazing right yeah. now. Like I'm so confident, I can take down anyone. Like come at me, I'll take you, I'll take you on. Um, but yeah, so just doing those two things and then every morning I wake up and like do my skincare helps me feel good take a multivitamin spending time with friends really fills my cup up and makes me feel good like laughing and just also spending some time with myself like looking in the mirror checking in like how are you feeling today like just taking it kind of day by day and you know, confidence is once you find it, once you feel it, it just kind of keeps happening every yeah, single day. For sure. And I think the thing we hear the most or I hear the most like on my Instagram DMs or comments or, and I would say the other girls hear it too, is just like, how do you get to be confident? And it's, it's truly just, there's no, there is no black and white answer. Right. I, I mean, if there was, someone would be a bajillionaire. By now, trying to sell it, the answer to everyone. It's really just something that you have to tune inward and look into yourself. And and it's it's a daily practice, just like all things are with wellness. You have to choose to wake up to be happy. You have to choose to wake up and look at the positives. Choose to wake up and not focus on something you don't like about yourself. Instead, look at yourself and look at the things you love about yourself. Everyone has to have something they love about themselves. And even if it's one thing, one small little thing, like, I love my freckles, then you wake up every morning and look at your freckles and that's all you should look at Yeah. until you find something else you like.
1: Oh my gosh, you guys. So as I'm recording this, I'm in Costa Rica, as you know, and I just finished teaching my signature class, Tone to Transform, with my friends at Beam CBD. So I had to get them involved. All of the girls on retreat got Beam vegan protein bars to support their bodies post workout. And I seriously could not get enough of their fixer CBD salve for post-workout muscle recovery. But you guys already know a ton about their Tincture, Protein Bars, and Muscle Solve. I talk about their products all the time on here and on Instagram, and you already know how high quality they are. That's why I couldn't be more excited that they are releasing not one, but two new blends that are packed with nano CBD powder for mixing in your drink of choice. Okay, so let's back up because you're probably wondering, what the heck is nano CBD powder? For CBD to have any effect, it must enter your bloodstream. Normal CBD is clunky, kind of like a basketball trying to make its way through a small space. But Beam Blends CBD is a revolutionary form of CBD called nano CBD. So instead of a basketball, nano CBD is kind of like a marble, tiny and highly absorbed. This allows you to absorb more CBD per milligram of oil or powder, making the CBD much more effective and fast acting. Fast acting is key. The final nano product happens to be extremely rare and that's honestly why and what makes Beam CBD so special. So Beam is releasing their Rise and Beam blend and then the Beam then Dream blend. Cute, right? I cannot wait to get my hands on both and share different drink recipes with all of you. You guys know I love my morning elixirs, so get ready to see some fun new AM drinks with their Rise and Beam blend that is packed with adaptogens like Lion's Mane, Radiola, Ashwagandha, and their Nano CBD powder that all work together to jumpstart your mental energy. Yes, please. So check out these blends and Beam's entire line of products by visiting beamtlc.com. And remember, you can always use my code AVA15 for 15% off of your order. Again, that's AVA15 for 15% off of your order. And before I log off and leave you guys to the rest of this interview with Miss Fitty Britty, I have to share that I am so happy to be in Costa Rica eating all of the things and knowing with confidence that my acne is not caused from the food that I'm eating because I received my Everly Well at-home lab test and tested myself for food sensitivities. You guys know I've talked about Everly Well a couple times as well as over the past year because I've actually taken the test multiple times and I absolutely love how convenient and clear Everly Well tests are. So they don't just offer the food sensitivity test. They offer more than 30 different at-home lab tests that you guys have to check out from fertility to thyroid and heart health. Each test is super easy, super convenient, and physician-reviewed. So you get all of your results back. They're personalized and easy to understand. You get to view them from your phone and go through it on your own or also bring it to your own physician. I love it so much. I think especially as the holidays come up, it's really important that we know what we can eat with clarity and confidence, or at least know that if we do eat something, we might have an adverse reaction and really not have all this guesswork involved of trying to figure out what's causing a breakout or bloating, et cetera. It just makes everything so easy, so clear, so convenient. So to start better understanding your health, your gut, and your belly, check out Everlywell, Well, just like I did today. For 15% off of an Everlywell at home lab test, visit everlywell.com slash alchemized and use the code alchemized at checkout. Again, that's everlywell.com forward slash alchemized. The code is alchemized for 15% off of your test. You get the answers, you get it your way. You don't have to leave your house to do it. It's so convenient. So go check them out. And again, link is in the show notes for all the details. Let's get back into the episode. was listening to Gabby Bernstein's new book, super attractor. Uh And one of the things that she said, which I thought was really great, um, for someone who is like really struggling to find something that they love about themselves or that they like about themselves is simply finding something that you respect about yourself. Mm -hmm. um, which really resonated with me because for so long with my skin, I would just like look in the mirror every single day and be like, I hate my skin. Like, I wish I had different skin Mm -hmm. and I'd spend thousands of dollars on skincare. And, um, just shifting it from like I hate whatever to I respect my skin or I respect my body at least starts to like move you into that neutral state. So then you can reach for that better feeling emotion, which is, you know, I love my freckles or yeah. I love my skin.
0: I love that. Yeah. That's such a good way to do it. Yes.
1: What what do you do then in the times when you are feeling a lack of confidence or when you notice yourself um, you know, maybe picking apart your body or picking apart a photo of yourself. How do you get yourself out of that state?
0: So I definitely think so. It doesn't happen that often anymore for me, but actually, funny enough, I have been going through like a a weird this week. I, it had hit me. I was like feeling bad about myself. I was like take like I think I saw like a lot of old pictures of myself, and I was like, oh, I was so much skinnier then. I looked so good, like. I went down this like rabbit hole of, you know, and I was like, oh, what have I done? I've let myself go again. I've, you know, and this was all these thoughts, just like, it's like once one bad thought comes in your brain, it just goes off Spirals. and it you, yeah, you spiral off and you can't even, you feel like you can't control the thoughts. But I think I let, like, I think I had on Tuesday, was it Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday? I just was like totally spiraling off all day. Couldn't couldn't stop it or felt like I couldn't. I saw one of my friends had a little cry session, let a little of it go. And then that the next day I was kind of like, okay, like let's just let's let's regroup. Let's have a moment. You can feel this way. It's fine. You're, you know, you're healthy. Like it's not the end of the world. And I kind of was just like, okay, like, why am I feeling like this? And I was like, okay, like, I looked at old photos of myself. It brought up these feelings. And then I was like, okay, I feel this way, but how can I... Like, for me, I'm just like, okay, well, if I'm feeling this way, like, what can I do to not feel like this? And it was kind of just like I had not been... Like, I had spent many days eating out in a row. So I just wasn't even feeling like myself. Like, I was... You know, I hadn't really been on my workout routine because my life has just been really crazy recently. And I work, I'm like, I love my job so much. And I love working that I often will skip a workout because I need to do something for work. And I was like, you know what, Brittany, you just need to come back to what you know and what you know makes you feel good. And for me, that's like I said earlier, doing my morning routine, going to yoga, um, eating meals that make me feel good. and you know, I'm not like hurled over my stomach's hurting after something I'm eating. Like I don't want to feel like that. That doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't make me happy. And so just realizing that I was just out of out of balance, basically, and just coming to that terms with that, and I was like, okay, I'm not in balance right now. Like here's what I need to do to feel more balance and then doing those things. And of course, it's not like the next day I was like not back to normal. It's taking me a few days to like get back into the swing of things, come out of it. I kind of, I've stopped like all the negative talking, reworking that conversation in my head. Like, you know, you have a really great hair day today. Even if it's something your hair as, does look thank great. you, something <laughs> like that, something as simple as my hair is on point today. And then moving on with life and like just continuing on with your routine, thinking of the positives, waking up and saying like today is going to be a good day today is going to be a day where i respect myself and i don't talk negatively towards myself so just like being aware of when it's happening and being able to sit with yourself and be like why is why do i feel this way and how can i feel better yeah. well, i think that's like the biggest step and then like taking those action steps and Putting them,
1: yeah. Well, and I into love, action. I love that you said, like, I'm going to respect myself today too, because that's such a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the way in which we talk to ourselves is either you know respectful or disrespectful, and if we're talking to ourselves in a disrespectful way, our actions are probably going to mirror however we've been talking to ourselves. And I love that you're just so gentle with yourself too about it. It's not yeah. like beating yourself up. It's just saying, okay, you know, like. I made a couple mistakes and I know, I know better than to, you know, treat my body this way or eat these types of foods excessively. Yeah. Um, granted like it's totally cool for me to like have these days every so often cause that's life and like being a human, but I know what I need to do to like feel my best. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to take some time to feel these feelings and like you know, process these feelings, but I'm going to, then I'm going to like kick my butt into gear and get back to where I know I feel best. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. That's what works best for me.
1: I love it. Well, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing vulnerably about this past week. Mm -hmm. Um, Your hair is on point. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So before we hop off, I'm curious out of your whole journey, out of the steps that you've taken, the people that you've worked with, you know, the messages that you've received along the way. What are three just transformational tips that you can give people on their own journey today, whether it is as far as dealing with their weight loss, invoking more confident in confidence in their life, or just approaching their daily routine with a little bit more respect and
0: self-love? I think one of my biggest tips is I think consistency is something that comes up for me when I am consistent in anything I'm doing whether that was my weight loss whether that's me consistently taking my multivitamins every day whatever it is for me um I think consistency plays a huge role in in my happiness and in my confidence as well um So you can kind of take that like a many different ways. But that's a that's one that I love. I would also say that journaling um or finding some sort of release, whether that's writing, um, whether that's like a like photos, something that you're doing where or talking to friends, like that to me can be be so healing. Um, obviously that plays like such a big part in my journey, whether it was like when I was losing weight and I was tracking my food um, to when I started my Instagram and just being like open and raw and and real and like really facing like what you're feeling every day. And then my other tip is to just take everything day by day in a way. I think we get so caught up in, in the, either the past or our future and we're not enjoying what we have, right? In this moment or this day, we're just and then it's the nature of of human human nature I guess um, but I think for me when I focus on my day to day my present life instead of you know like I said like when I was looking back at old photos it doesn't that was my past self yeah and I appreciate her but I also can appreciate myself now and be happy with who I am now and having being able to do that is super powerful, um, so I would I would suggest trying to do that and live in the moment, be right. present, and love yourself right this second. I love that. No one shared that before, so I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, where can people find you? How can we stay super inspired? Um, where's the Confident Collective at? Uh, share every way that we can stay okay. in touch with
0: you. Um, you can find me on Instagram at fittybritty, and it's two T's and fitty and four T's and britty. And I know I'm sorry. I wish I could change it, but I cannot. And my uh, blog is also fittybritty.com. And then I'm also on like Facebook and Twitter, but I rarely use those. And then uh, the Confident Collective is um, just at Confident Collective. And then our website's the same. um, And it's linked in our bio over Instagram. And you can sign up for our mailing list and get invited to the workouts and workshops that we're going to be planning And come meet me IRL. Amazing.
1: Thank you so much, (laughs) Brittany. I'm so happy to have you on.
0: Thank you for having me.